0: Welcome to Wedding and Event Podcast, frank podcast discussions for event professionals and those planning successful events, with Wedding and Special Event Consultant Toby Dodge of Prepared.com, and Eric Zimmerman, pianist, DJ, and Master of Ceremonies of ElegantMusic.com. Hello, everyone. The title of this episode is Party with a Purpose, Part 2, Wedding and Event Podcast Episode 37. This episode is a continuation of our discussion of two parties Toby had attended as a guest. What are the factors that make an event a success? Will the level of enjoyment be monitored by how much money is spent? I think it could be a learning experience for an event professional to step outside of oneself and observe an event from the viewpoint of being a guest. And now please enjoy Party with a Purpose, Part Two, Wedding and Event Podcast Episode 37. I don't think it's an imposition to yeah. ask guests to contribute something, and, and they would very much like to contribute, I think.
1: Well, I think also um it's the way um I think people are approached, because in both cases I, I think they recognized that they weren't after any presents. You mm-hmm. know, it wasn't something that the the cel- person that we were celebrating would really want. In other words, um, the the host uh, for the for the pool party, who's who was getting uh, who was retiring, uh, did have a fundraiser online. And if somebody wanted, you know, in honor of her retirement, Uh she wanted to do something like that. And so if someone wanted to participate, they could in that. Okay. Or they could come to the dinner and, um, you know, they could bring a bottle of pop, honestly, if that's all they wanted to bring. It wasn't an issue. There was enough people that we knew we were going to have plenty of food. So if someone just wanted to, you know, donate to the fundraiser, then that would be fine. It was, I think what it is, it's a party with a purpose. If I can put it on those terms, Uh, beyond a celebration, when you sometimes have a fundraiser, but it wasn't with the party, it wasn't a part of the invitation, it was the, the fundraiser was because the person was trying to raise money for a good cause and she wanted to celebrate herself, you know, of retirement. So it was really separate from from the party. Mm-hmm. But the point is that, I mean, all celebrations have a purpose in a sense, you know, they're getting married, that's a tremendous purpose. But when I mean a party with a purpose is um, sometimes you don't have a chance to see your friends, whether they originated from school or work uh, or a religious connection of some sort. It's hard to get them all together at any given time. Mm -hmm. And sometimes when you have a celebration beyond the actual birthday or retirement party or anniversary, it's a time just like a wedding where you can get all of your friends and family and co-workers together. Because don't you find yourself over your lifetime talking to friends about other friends? Well, my friend so-and-so, you know, his child just, you know, got this wonderful job or they, you know, got a, a free ride to college, you know, on this wonderful scholarship because you're happy about it. And you want to tell your other friends because you're proud of your family or friends that something good happened. And unfortunately we share sad things as well. And over the years, Eventually, you do meet each other, maybe not very often. So I think sometimes celebrations really do have another purpose beyond that, where you can renew friendships that you may not have been close through the years, but it gives you an opportunity to say thank you to people in a way, including them in a celebration. Yes. Yes. I mean, I've heard, and I'm sure you have seen and heard a lot of speeches where someone will come up and they'll say, you know, we were best buds in grammar school
0: mm.
1: and we went to different high schools and then we reunited in college or a fraternity or whatever, you know, some... Or work, something brought them together again. uh, A shared friendship with another person. And so half their speech is about how they came together again. So I was thinking about that. Because one of these celebrations was very geared to that. The other one, absolutely not. It was just... Mix, mingle, have fun in the pool, you know, eat yourself silly. (laughs) And that one, the one that was the pool party, didn't even have any music. You did not need music with that because Mm. the group was extremely congenial. A lot of them knew each other. There were, I mean, there were some people I didn't know there, but most of everybody knew each other. And the other one did too. There were a few people that you might not know, but most everybody had seen each other at some point along the continuum. Yes. However, the first one, the birthday party, was a celebration of how it, and it, I don't think it was started out to be this way, but the person whose birthday it was thanked everyone for what they did for him in their lives. And he went down the line and said something about every single person that was there. Wow. And so, yeah. And so in return, everybody at that time returned the favor and thanked the person whose birthday it was for something and many times many things that he did for them Hmm. you know and each party was wonderful you know i can't judge one better than the other and it's just the emphasis was very different okay and they both were great for different reasons
0: for different reasons so what do you think was the okay yeah, I, I'm sorry, but I, I'm gonna I'm gonna lead you in this question just a little bit. And <laughs> I, I'm personally uh, trying to um, get away from the materialistic, you know, aspect of mm-hmm. of entertaining. Yeah, and that uh, I, I make the comment of, you know, well, you could have diamond encrusted napkin, napkin, napkin rings, you know, and just how, how much of a role do these things really play? in the, uh, whether or not the event was a success or not. So my question to you, uh, yeah. in this, uh, loaded way or this guided way <laughs> is to ask you, well, so of these two parties that were of different purposes of the, mm-hmm. well, I'm sure they shared some similarities. And so oh, what, yes. what was this? Yeah. what were the similarities between these two parties? Well, the
1: similarities, they- uh, in great part, was that both parties had very congenial groups. In other Mm -hmm. words, even though the first one may have had a little bit more variance in age, um, you knew those people, whatever age they were, for a long time. In other words, both parties uh, had people a great majority of them that had known each other for quite some time. They may not have been intimates. In other words, with the other people that were invited, but they had recognition of them, mm-hmm. whether it was through their church or synagogue or so there, there was definitely connections in both of them. Okay. Uh, they, they weren't like you say, materialistic, but I'm going to, and this is not a positive or negative, but I'm gonna just put another layer on on your question. And that is, let's say that both parties had been knock out gorgeous, decorated places. I mean, let's say that the homeowner went in and had Special lighting effects and music and a dance floor, and uh, you know, um, all kinds of games or activities, whatever. And the restaurant let's say that that restaurant had impeccable food and beautiful tablescapes, and just visually and music, everything, unbelievable.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: I'm telling you with all my heart and soul, it would not have made a bit of difference on the experience, okay? Yes. Now, let's go 180 degrees now. What would have made a difference for the attendees if both these parties were decked out like crazy, okay? Would it have added to their experience? I'm going to tell you, yes, but on a different plane. And I think that is the difference between the weddings and other special events that I've done over the years. There are some celebrations when you walk in and they are just gorgeous, magnificent. Recreations, I'm going to say, of somebody's imagination. And in in the case with most of my clients, it was their vision. Yes. Obviously. What it does is it sets the stage for what they want you to experience very much like this past weekend. It was just a different experience that they were after mm-hmm. the hosts, but I don't put down someone who has this imagination, the means yes. to do it, whether they have diamond encrusted <laughs> napkins or paper towels, truly it it sets the tone for that experience because they want their attendees to experience something very special. Yes. And beyond that, other, any other pomp and circumstance or whatever else they wanted to include, it's a time that they wanted them, in, in a sense, be taken away from their everyday life and transported into this experience Mm -hmm. for whatever reason they were celebrating. Now, in a practical sense, someone would say, oh my God, that's so much money, oh my God. They could have done so much good with that. And yes, no doubt. The good that they did, in some cases people would say, just think about all the people that got jobs. Well, sure. From that event. As excessive or over the top it may be, it allowed, let's put it this way, a platform for creatives to express themselves and also give joy, hopefully, and a great experience for those who attended. Mm Mm-hmm. If they leave that event with a feeling of being uplifted, instead of looking at it as an excess of expenditure, it's in the eye of, in the heart of the beholder. That's right. Obviously. That's right. Because sometimes when you experience something that is, uh, Maybe internally excessive, but exteriorly for others, a truly unusual and unique experience that may even prompt some creativity and hopefulness that could go forth. And, and to another sector oh, absolutely. of your life. And inspire. And, and Exactly. So I really look at it as like a globe. You can have all kinds of experiences. Some of them are going to be enlightening and wonderful. Others may be bring up deep seated feelings that aren't so great, but it will always come around again so that you have the, the opportunity to hopefully remember and experience it again. It's like that old game when you spun the old fashioned globes and put your finger on it and say, where in the world do I want to go next? Or I wish I could go. And then, uh as a game where we'd learn where that was, number one in the world. Uh And if anyone in the family knew anything about where that was in the world, they would share and why they would want to go and why maybe they would rather not go. But it was a terrific game because we used our imaginations. We learned something. And I think that's what any celebration should be. It's an experience. Hopefully, we learn something about somebody else, Mm -hmm. maybe learn a little bit more about ourselves. Mm -hmm. Maybe we eat food that we've never had before and experience something. So whether it's in a backyard or a restaurant or a hotel with similar experiences, just on different levels. Yes. Philosophy 101 of parties. (laughs)
0: Well what I like about this is that we're giving the client options here mm-hmm. you know the celebrant options and I I think that someone who is not experienced in in this type of activity who who is about to you know do a significant uh, event uh, should uh, research and, and and learn what their options might be and I I think this I you know I had, had I thought of this about like an event could be a potluck and that would save money for, and it would forward the purpose of getting everybody together, but there wouldn't be that expensive Mm -hmm. of everybody doing that. That's, that's a good idea. You know, it's a, and, and if it facilitates, if it facilitates people getting together and, and doing it, I think that's, that's fun. That's great.
1: Well, you know, also in reverse, um, I've gone to a party where, everybody donates to their favorite charity, and that's the admittance. In other words, that, I mean, it's obviously done on the honor system, but that that's what gets you into the party, is that you've given to your favorite char- charity. What a great idea. That, that was the gift. Uh-huh. That's, you know, um, because again, Excuse me. There wasn't a big purpose. I mean, like a celebration of a personal nature. The host wanted to do something good. And he himself didn't have the funds to write a huge check to a particular um, charity that he wanted. So he thought, okay, let's have a giving party.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: And we all designate what we want to do. And we had a board. And as a sign-in, you wouldn't sign in your name. You signed in the charity. I have to take credit for that idea? Yeah. (laughs) We had name cards, you know, so everyone to know because not everybody knew each other. It was, you know, a very wide, so everyone would, you know, easily know someone's name and just, you know, uh, say hi. And it was, and, and it said who, um, who friends, you know, who they knew that uh-huh. uh, invited them because it was kind of a, you know, one person invites another person invite because so not everybody knew each other. It wasn't like a, um, a regular invitation. But I thought, okay, here's the chance where we have this big board and we just write in. Everybody just would write in what charity they had given to. Mm-hmm. It was terrific. It really Great was. Great idea. Yeah, I, I take credit for that one. <laughs>
0: yeah. a, a humanitarian activity there. You have been listening to Wedding and Event Podcast. With Toby Dodge and Eric Zimmerman. If you have a question, comment, or topic suggestion, please call Eric at 626 797 1795 or contact Eric by email, Eric at elegantmusic.com. That's E R I C at elegantmusic.com. Contact Toby by email, Toby at prepared.com. That's T-O-B-E-Y at P-R-E-P-A-I-R-E-D dot com. Subscribe to this podcast wherever you listen to podcasts and receive a new episode each week. Thank you for listening.